This is Fire News Now, bringing you news and information from around the fire service. Proudly brought to you by the NEP Media Network. It's Tuesday, February 1st, 2022. I'm Grace Underwood. A veteran Stockton, California fire captain is dead after he was shot while responding to an early morning fire. Officials say Captain Max Fortuna responded as part of Engine 2 to a dumpster fire at about 4.45 a.m. on Monday and found a fire impinging on a building. While extinguishing the fire, shots rang out and the 47-year-old captain was hit. Stockton Professional Firefighters Local 456 President Mario Gardia spoke to reporters about the tragedy. Uh, today is a tragic day, a tragic day to uh, for Max Fortuna's family, a tragic day to the family, his family uh, at the fire station. Uh, today is a good representation of the type of person that Max was. Max was a was a firefighter who showed up every day and never complained about being on the job. Uh, don't really know too many other firefighters who enjoy the job as much as him. Uh, today we have a lot of firefighters here to show support to not only our department, the community, and the family. Uh, some of these firefighters are, are firefighters who left other jobs. Some are retirees and some that have, came, have come off duty. Uh, it's a tragic day. It hasn't set in. Uh, Max uh, will be well, was always considered considered a uh, legacy firefighter, and uh, uh, he's gonna he's gonna be missed. The 21 year veteran of the department leaves behind a wife and two grown children. Investigators say a 67 year old is in custody in connection with the shooting. Marysville, Ohio firefighters had a mass casualty incident on their hands Saturday night at a city hotel. First responders were called to the Marysville Hampton Inn around 5.30 p.m. after a two-year-old child was reported to be unconscious in the pool. Responding firefighters received reports of other guests in the pool area going in and out of consciousness and several reporting dizziness and burning throats. After evacuating the hotel, firefighters found dangerously high levels of carbon monoxide around the indoor pool. Marysville Fire Chief Jay Riley spoke to Columbus NBC affiliate WCMH4. We really didn't know what, what we were getting into when we first came. We thought we had just one child that was unresponsive in the pool area. Uh, from there, we had other victims uh, identify themselves. We ramped up our response, had additional medic units respond. They had an excessive amount of carbon dioxide in a short amount of time. A total of 16 people were treated at area hospitals or at the scene for carbon monoxide-related health issues. Two patients were listed in critical condition and five in serious condition as of Sunday. Authorities are investigating whether a pool heater is to blame for the carbon monoxide buildup. Baltimore area officials are offering a reward for anyone with information about a person of interest who is possibly connected to the Row House fire that killed three Baltimore City firefighters last week. The reward, pledged by the ATF, the State of Maryland, Baltimore County, Baltimore City, and local firefighters, has grown to $100,000. Baltimore City Firefighters IFF Local 734 President Rich Langford spoke to Baltimore's NBC affiliate WBAL 11 about the ongoing investigation of the fire. When you bring in these bigger agencies, the ATF and the state fire marshals, they can bring in different instruments to do this investigation. You take a look at the scene, you process it, and then you make a decision. Can you get in there, knock the fire? It weighs heavily on our members, and we have to make sure their mental health is right. So we're offering them peer support. We have 
members of peer support teams from New York, Philly, all across the country here helping out. A joint memorial service for Baltimore City Fire Department Lieutenants Paul Buttram and Kelsey Sadler and Firefighter Paramedic Kenneth Lacayo will be held at 10 a.m. on Wednesday, February 2nd, 2022 at the Baltimore Convention Center. In an unprecedented move, the entire Baltimore City Fire Department is being placed out of service for several hours on Wednesday so that every member of the department can attend the memorial. Multiple neighboring fire departments will be covering the city during this time. This is possibly the largest department to ever be placed out of service to memorialize fallen firefighters. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania firefighters responded to a collapse of a heavily traveled bridge in the city's Frick Park on Friday. Several vehicles, including a bus, were on the span at the time it came down. The bridge, known as Fern Hollow Bridge, is used by nearly 15,000 vehicles daily. Ten people were treated for injuries with four taken to area hospitals. But amazingly, no injuries were considered life-threatening. Pittsburgh Fire Chief Daryl Jones spoke to reporters from the scene. EMS Bureau set up for rescue. They have uh, the heavy rescue units here. Uh, the technicians repel down using ropes to go down over the side. Uh, they helped the uh, firefighters that were here initially on scene. Also did like a daisy chain with hands, just grabbing people and pulling them up. So uh, it was a physical rescue. Most of them are. But uh, we have some highly skilled and highly trained professionals on the job here. Pittsburgh is lucky in that respect. Local, state, and federal officials, including members from the NTSB, were on scene shortly after the collapse and are investigating exactly what happened. And now, a word from NEP Services. NEP Services presents Adapt or Die. The 2022 Adapt or Die Conference. Adapt or Die. Advanced communications training for leaders and emergency responders. With an incredible lineup of speakers from the worlds of public safety, organized labor, politics, and beyond. Adapt or Die. And introducing keynote speaker, Cody Gandy, from Jocko Willick and Leif Babin's Echelon Front. Now, when I first came on board, I heard Jocko and Leif talking about default aggressive. Immediately registered with me because in the Marine Corps, we utilized the bias for action. And now bias for action, what that meant was to be aggressive. Aggressive in every single thing that we did. March 10th to 11th, 2022, at the Mirage in Las Vegas. Visit www.neptraining.org for more information and to register. Let's get back to the news. Phoenix firefighters rescued a cyclist over the weekend who rode his bike off a 20-foot cliff. Authorities say the 54-year-old man was taken to the hospital in critical condition after suffering a head injury and a broken clavicle when he fell while mountain biking along Telegraph Pass on Saturday afternoon. Officials say there's an uptick in rescues during the winter because of the influx of people hiking on the trails. Fire Captain Evan Gamage spoke with KPNX about the trail rescues the department responds to. See, when the weather gets nicer in Arizona, we get more visitors, we'll get more people out hiking on the mountains. Because of the higher traffic, we will get more turned ankles, more falls, more injuries that make it a little more complex for us to get the patients off of the mountain. We'll typically have to deploy either our big wheel operations and or um, deploy the Firebird uh, helicopters out to help us get the patients off the mountain if necessary. Gamage encourages hikers to double check their equipment and hike with a partner while on the trails. And finally, 
Hobart Hobie Erickson served 30 years at a New Jersey fire department, rising to the rank of chief. He and his wife Lois then retired to Lakeland, South Carolina. He soon joined the Donalds Fire Department, and 35 and a half years later, he's still volunteering there. Oh, and on Monday, he turned 95 years old. Fox Carolina News caught up with Erickson at the firehouse he's still responding out of. I'm slowing down. <laughs> I'm not allowed to go inside. Well, I would if I could. The good Lord's watching over me. I have a good wife, and I have a good fire department here. All these guys take care of me. As long as I can keep going, I'm going to keep going. Donald's Fire Chief Ronnie Vaughn says Erickson is still a valuable member of the department. He drives his trucks and pumps them. He still responds to medical calls. We've learned from him. It's made us a better fire department. Anytime anybody needs anything, he's there. According to the South Carolina Firefighters Association, Erickson is the oldest active firefighter in the state. Happy birthday, sir, and thank you for more than 65 years of service. From the NEP Media Network, this is the February 1st, 2022 edition of Fire News Now. Remember to subscribe to Fire News Now wherever you get your favorite podcasts. If you have a story you would like us to cover, you can reach us at nep.news at nepservices.com. We hope you are all staying positive and testing negative out there. Thank you for tuning in and we will see you next time.